I like to say Happy New Year to everyone of you, and welcome again to the house of the Lord. We believe that the presence of God is with us this afternoon. And before we continue, I like to I like to share something from the word of the Lord. And it is taken from Hebrew chapter 12, verse 25 to 29. Let us open together. Let us stand up and read this couple of verses together, maybe from different translation, and I think it's okay. And let us uh, read it loud. So that we can hear, because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Romans 10, 17. Okay, let's read from Hebrew chapter 12, verse 25 to 29. Ready? See that you refuse not him that speak, for if they escape not, who refuse him that speak? On earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that escaped from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more, I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. Verse 27. And this word, yet once more, signify the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Amen. Please be seated. I'd like to say Happy New Year to everyone, everybody in this room again. And we know that we serve a great God, and He is God of mercy. God of grace, and the Bible says that He store up all good things in heavens, and He teaches us to look up to Him. So, the topic for today is about keeping our eyes on Jesus. When we keep our eyes on Jesus, in Hebrew chapter 12, verse 2, it says that, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. The Bible teaches us that we are to look unto Jesus always. When we become Christian, when we receive the Lord Jesus Christ, we know that we are to turn our eyes to Jesus. The Bible teaches us. We are to look forward. We are to look for the future. There was one time I read the Bible, the Word of God, and it really struck me. The Word of God somewhere in Isaiah says that you don't look back you don't notice, do not notice the things in the past. 
But behold, turn your eyes for the things that I'm doing now, says the Lord. Brothers and sisters, God tells us that we are not to look back. We are not to look at the things in the past. The word of God says that, look at the things that God is doing now. He is doing great things for us in our midst. There are times that we like to look back. Oh, how was so enjoyable when God tells me to go back to Indonesia. There are times that I thought that, oh, it should be nice if I stay maybe at least in Surabaya or in Singapore. I, I live in Singapore for four years. And then I have many friends there. <laughs> and we serve in the church. We have ministry. Then there are times that I thought that, oh, God, it could be wrong that I'm in Semarang. <laughs> See? And sometimes I say that, and I think that, Oh, it could be wrong that I'm in this town. But until I read that first, don't look back. But notice the things happening now. I'm doing great things. Brothers and sisters, let us look forward. Let us look for the future. So keep our eyes on Jesus. The Bible say that looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Let us say amen. Don't look too much on your, at your friends. Okay? Don't look too much at your parents. Maybe. Don't expect too much from your pastors even. Okay? Somebody said that pastor also have 24 hours a day. The same thing, you have 24 hours a day, I have also 24 hours a day. Okay? I'm limited. Every pastor is limited. But God is limitless. He is infinite. He has no limit. The Bible says that nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is too difficult for Him. Amen. So let us look our eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. I, I have an experience where I went to a church you know, as a congregation, as a church member with my parents. You know. And I know that sometimes we congregation or church member expect too much. You know. And my parents, there was one time, says that where the pastor did not visit us often. Why my friends in the church are not so friendly? No. Why the ministry in the, that we are doing is not so interesting? It's not so attractive? No. It seems that boring. But again, the Bible teaches us it's not about ministry, it's not about pastor visitation, it's not about other things, but it's about Jesus. Amen? It's not about 
even about me. It's not even about you, but it's about Jesus. Let us turn our eyes to Jesus. Let us, the Bible says that he is the author. He is the one, he is the person of God started good things in us, giving us the belief, giving us the opportunity, the faith. He is the initiator of our salvation. He is the author of everything good in our lives. Amen. Remember that. Everything good is from him and to him. Continue. And finisher of our faith. Hebrews 12 verse 2. And Jesus Christ is going to help us, walking with us, help us daily with all our difficulties, temptations, trials, challenges in life. He helped us daily, daily. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. So tell yourself, okay, that Jesus Christ is the author and finisher of our faith. He is going to help us, sustain us to the end. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. It is so essential, so important to know that at the end of our lives, God is preparing something great. At the end of everything in this world, God is preparing something very, very great. When we read in the book of Revelation, the Bible says that he is preparing so much great things. Many, many great things. You know, one time Jesus was with the disciples and he says that one day you will rule with me in the kingdom. Brothers and sisters, when we believe in Jesus Christ, one day when he come back to this earth and he rule as a king in the thousand years, he will rule with us. Amen? Hallelujah. Jesus says in the gospel that he will rule with the disciples. He will rule means with us who is faithfully following him. Brothers and sisters, the Bible says that for the joy, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and it sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. My Bible says that Christ, the inspiring example. Jesus was suffered so much. He was put into shame. He was tortured. He was hung on the cross. And we know that that kind of punishment is the most torturing punishment ever. Brothers and sisters, the Bible says that he who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. 
Of course, he was not laughing when he was at the cross, but he was willingly, more than willing, to sacrifice his own life. He loves us so much. In the beginning, God the Father decided that Jesus has to come down to this earth, to this world, and he became a man in order for him to save sinners, to take the burden of sins. He was sinless, but he was put in the position of sinners. And the Bible says that he is the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand. He bear the shame as criminals. So we are to keep our eyes on Jesus. I will share from chapter 12, verse 25. Brothers and sisters, the Bible, the Word of God tells us that we are to repent. Before Jesus started his ministry, there was the ministry of John the Baptist. John started earlier and his message was very simple. He said that, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. Prepare the way, the kingdom of God is at hand. Matthew 3, verse 2. And let us look at Hebrew chapter 12, verse 25. See that you refuse not him that speak. For if they escape not who refuse him that speak on earth, much more shall not we escape. If we turn away from him that speak from heaven. Amen. Means that don't take for granted. Don't despise. Do not refuse Jesus. When time is hard, when difficulties come, be sure that we continue believing, dwelling in Him. Number part one, listening to the heavenly voice. Let us take note, bear in our mind that we are to listen to the heavenly voice. God himself gives testimony that Jesus is the Son of God and he is pleased of him. When Jesus was baptized, the sound from heaven come, says that this is my son, my beloved son, and I'm well pleased of him. Let us believe in Jesus. Let us continue living in him. And verse 25 tells us that we not to refuse 
because if we turn away from him that speak from heaven we will be turned away when we do not accept Jesus Christ we will be thrown into hell there was one time I was given assignment to teach in the Bible school okay the class is about introduction of the New Testament very interesting topic okay and I know that I have a one book that I can get all the enough information and I picked that book and the the title is a says that encountering the New Testament by A.L. Elwell one of the author in America so he explained about the New Testament very interesting so brothers and sisters try to do Bible study you need to do Bible study at home when I do Bible study very interesting it's like spiritual food that I get you know the Bible says that a man shall not live by bread alone but by the word of God so I read I read and I read there was one paragraph the author says that Jesus explaining more about hell than he explained about heaven and I stopped there I'm like is that true then I start rethinking and I I agree with him that Jesus in the gospel of course he explained more about the brimstone of fire about the fire that is not quenched about the nuggets you know all those things and he seldom talks about heaven brothers and sisters so this Hebrew chapter 12 verse 25 tells us do not turn away from the voice of heaven from heavenly voice God speaking to us the Bible says that this is the appointed time this is the time given to us do not take it for granted let us grab the opportunity amen I know some of you are businessmen you know when discount comes you know, like Christmas bargain or maybe other time where the star puts the bargain so we know that I have a friend you know he is a good businessman I think when he knows some things on a good price on discount on discounted price he bought a whole bulk you know. and the good thing with this guy he like to share with his friend <laughs> when he got a cheap stuff he like to give away he paid with his own money but he like to share so it's just like the time given for salvation is only this limited time the saying says that 
we even do not know what is going to happen next hour of our lives. We do not know what is going to happen next hour. Let's say now it's 12 o'clock. We do not even know what is going to happen with our life at 1 o'clock. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. So do not refuse the offer of Jesus Christ. John 3.16 says that because God so loved the world and he gave his only son. He gave his only son. That is the gift of Christmas, his only son. Salvation is number two. Firstly, he gave his only son. Jesus himself is being given. Do not take for granted. Do not refuse the offer of Jesus. And God speaks from heaven to every one of us. In verse 26, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more, I seek not the earth only, but also heaven. Amen. It talks about in the future, when the world is being going to be shaken. We know that there are so many wars. One time, I read in the news, they say that this world, our world, is only have 260, about 260 years of peace. And the rest is always in, at war. Can you believe it? This year has been like about 6,000 6, years in human history. And only 260 years at peace. And the rest of those years are at war. And the Bible says that God is going to shake this world. Really. Dear. So be ready. Be prepared. We have the word of God. We have the Holy Spirit. We are not to be fearful. But we need to make sure that we live in Christ Jesus. When challenges come, we are to live in Jesus. John 14, verse 23. If you love me, you do my commandment. That's what he says. Verse 26, saying, Yet once more, I seek not the earth only, but also heaven. Means the sky. God is going to do something in the sky. It's going to be rain, so much rain. Maybe it's going to be so much thunder. It's going, the Bible says that the, the moon will, will turn to blood. So we have blood moon, right? So it's yeah, we know. It's written in the Bible. I like to read from okay, Revelation 3, 8. I read, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. No man can shut it. For thou hast little strength, hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Amen. So this is the word from heaven to the 
believers. It says that because we do our part in our faith, and God says that He set an open door. Everybody like open door, door of opportunity, door of businesses, door of good health, good job, and the Bible says, no man can shut it, for thou hast little strength, though we have little strength, but we have kept the word of the Lord, and has not denied his name. So, brothers and sisters, let us be faithful in whatever ministry, in every gift, calling that God has for us. Let us be faithful. I know that when he comes, he will give us our rewards. He will come not with empty hand, but he will come with our rewards. There are times when I went to a small town and we visited churches, you know, and when we went to visit, we know that sometimes it's very hard to be Christians in Indonesia, right? To be believers. But God is faithful and says that has not denied my name. When we become a believer and our siblings, let's say our big families are not believers, you know what is going to happen. But be faithful. God is coming and he is going to give our reward. God is going to shake not only the earth, but also heaven. There will be uh, so much changes in the galaxy. There will be so much changes in the atmosphere, in the air. Brothers and sisters, let us stay close to Jesus. I will continue with this in verse, okay, before, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door. Knock if any man hear my voice. Open the door. I will come in to him. Will sup with him and he with me. Amen. This is a favorite verse. And it tells us that Jesus is waiting for us. He is knocking at the door and he wants us to let him come into our lives. When we invite him, he will come and dine with us. He will bless us spiritually, physically, and he will have fellowship with us. Because time is limited, so I like to and then you with part two, receiving the eternal kingdom. I will read from Hebrew chapter 12, verse 28. 
and 29. Wherefore you receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Amen. We are receiving the kingdom that cannot be moved. The eternal kingdom. We are receiving the eternal kingdom. When Jesus walked on this earth, he says that the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is here. When Jesus says that the kingdom of God is here, he says that God's power is manifesting. God's presence is being there. The kingdom of heaven means that God's himself presence with his people. In Hebrews chapter 12, we just read about we are receiving the kingdom that is not shaken. The kingdom that is not moved. The eternal kingdom. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. We know that Christianity has been for hundred, hundred years. And there are so many disciples who sacrificed themselves for because of their faith. They are so faithful following the Lord. And brothers, and they are now resting. They are asleep. But there will be time when God is coming on the cloud. And when the trumpet sound, the grave will open. And those who are asleep, those who believe in him, they will be awakened. And they will be changed in their nature. They will be given the resurrection bodies. And we who are alive, this is written in Thessalonians, will be changed in a split of second and taken up to the cloud. Praise the Lord. And for this, Believers have been waiting for many, many, many years. I like to continue because time is running out. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom that it cannot be moved. Let us serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Amen. When we serve the Lord, we have to know that we are serving the Almighty God. When we serve God, we need to know that we are worshiping Him, who is the creator of heavens and earth. Psalm says that, worship the Lord in the fear of holiness, in the beauty of holiness. Praise the Lord. Brothers and sisters, if we have something hidden in our hearts, we need to 
confess to him and repent. Repent means that we run away from the wrath that is coming, from God's anger. We running away from God's anger. Repenting means that we are turning from our wickedness, from our sin, sinful deeds. And in verse 29, it says, For our God is a consuming fire. The Holy Spirit is fire. He is going to purify us. He is going to make us even more shining. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. There was one time, somebody give me a bar of gold. Okay. I believe that it's not very special nowadays, you know. You can go to the store and see the see bar of gold. And there was one time, I was, I was, yeah, going to, with my parents, to the gold shop. When my parents last time, they make a good business, they invest in gold. <laughs> and he let me touch the gold bar. And it's written there, 99.9. And I marvel like, why is not 100%? They say it's 24 carat. But it's 99.99. Sometimes it says that London, <laughs> London bar gold. And the Bible teaches us that Holy Spirit is going to purify us. There will be a sinful deeds. There, there could be a hidden agenda. But Holy Spirit is going to purify us. And the goal make us to be purer more shining and remember that God is a consuming fire Jesus explained enough about the fire we don't want that kind of fire we want to stay away from the wrath of God so let us be faithful let us be obedient to the word of God. When God says to us, oh, you have to forgive, then you have to forgive. When the word of God says that you are not to be stingy, we have to be gracious. When the word of God says that you have to be prayerful, then pray. Hallelujah. And I think enough for today. Let us bow our head and close our eyes. I like to sing uh, an old song says that safe in the arm of Jesus. I like to invite the musicians to come. Please put the text on the screen. Thank you. I like to teach you this song.
It's a very encouraging song. It says that safe in the arms of Jesus. In this year, this new year, we are safe in his arm. Let us stand up once again.